0: Welcome back to the Sudras Podcast. So, in the previous episode, we talked about how Guru Harguman received a warning from a Sikh from Jalandhar who tells him that an army is coming from Lahore. They had set up camp in Jalandhar, and amongst the army, there is Bandek there. And some say that he is the one who brought the army there. Guru Harguman tells the messenger not to worry at all, that if they ride towards Kartarpur, they'll be sent to the house of death. So chapter 17 now begins on the next day, Guru Harguman has set up a divan, a court, and is amongst his congregation there. Kale Khan, the main general, the commander of Peshawar, the leader of the forces that Shah Jahan has sent, had sent Khoja Anwar to gather intel from Guru Harguman. This was mentioned two episodes ago. And Khoja Anwar has a previous relationship with Guru Harguman, so Vazir Khan a senior minister of Shah Jahan and a devout Sikh had sent Koja Anwar multiple times as a messenger to send good wishes and exchange gifts. So there's a relationship there and this is why Gali uh, Khan had sent Koja Anwar. So in this episode, now Koja Anwar is on his way to Kartarpur. On his way in his mind, he's thinking these devious thoughts that I'll test Guru Gobind now. I'll see if he's actually the avatar, the form of Guru Nanak or not. I'll see if he has the ability to perform miracles. Before I used to come on diplomatic missions, but now I'm coming to gather intel to kill Guru Hargobind." So thinking these thoughts, he took two coins, two gold coins. He put one in one hand with, the, with his palm facing upward for everyone to see, and in the other hand he had closed his fist, so nobody could see that he has a coin there. He thought that if Guru Hargobind knew that he had two coins, Then he would get both of them as a gift and realize that yes, he could and he has the ability to perform miracles. So Koja Anvar, this coward, is heading towards the congregation. He dismounts from his horse and walks into the court with both gold coins in his hand. When he approaches near, Guru Hargum and sees him and says, Welcome Koja Seems your once great intellect has vanished. This is the first time you've acted so deceitfully. Khoja then replies, I'm just arriving and you're already saying this? What malicious mind uh, of mine have you seen? Tell me. Guru Harguman then replies, well, you know that when two are separated, the enemy quickly can take advantage of this and beat them down. They make sure they are discreet about knowing about the separation and quickly pounce upon the enemy and kill them. So here Guru Hargoban is speaking high-level strategy about warfare, but also indicating to Khojanwar that he knows that he's separated these two coins. So Guru Hargoban continues to say, So therefore, you've just acted on a bad omen, and it will be very difficult for you now to return home. The house of Guru Nanak is limitless and isn't subject to the deceit of its enemies. It's totally full and capable of miracles. But to show and display them, we think of this as cowardice. If some coward wants us to display it, they should realize they will only see and comprehend a little, like a drop of an ocean, a drop of water in an ocean. So listening to this, Koja Anwar was bewildered and then asked for forgiveness. He said, blessed, blessed you, perfect guru, you know all the secrets of everybody's hearts. Whatever I have done, please forgive me, please forgive me. You have." Uh, such a soft and kind, uh, sadhu-like demeanor. Sadhu meaning holy man. So then Guru Hargobind heard this and tells him, "I right, just stand aside, sit down, so the other congregation can have their place. So other six now uh, proceed in the court. Um, Korjan was sitting down, he's watching the going-ons going of the court. So the congregation members are coming in to receive the blessed sight of Guru Hargobind. They are bringing with them uh, donations and gifts for the Guru. They walk up to the Guru with their hands together. They bow down and place their offerings in front of Guru Gobind, who then blesses them and gives them whatever they desire. So some Sikhs are bringing weapons, some are bringing clothes, some jewelry, studded with jewels. Lots of Sikhs are also bringing horses as well. And seeing this massive pile of offerings, Koja Anwar is just amazed. He's in shock. He's thinking, not even the emperor Shah Jahan receives as much wealth as this. And here, this is coming day by day. This wealth, Shah Jahan has to enforce these taxes, you know, strong arm his way to get this money, inflicting inflicting pain on others. But here, both the wealthy and the poor are coming and donating, and donating happily to the guru, bowing down there in bliss, doing this. So Kojanvar then clasps his hands together and says, "O Khodai, O God." What an amazing amount of wealth that's being collected here. So Kochanwar was just thinking about this wealth while one Sonyara, a goldsmith, sick, walked in and brought with him an exquisite chopar board. Now a chopar board is basically an old school uh, board game, but it's made out of cloth. You can Google this to see the rules and the moves, moves, but essentially there are four rectangles that come out of a middle square. The players throw a type of dice that determines their move on the board and this game was used for gambling uh, quite a bit. So uh, this Jopur cloth was made out of the most uh, exquisite most fine cloth and both of the dice and pawns were made out of gold uh, but they were embedded with jewels as well. So the board uh, was worth an, worth an obscene amount of money and the Sunyara Sikh placed it in front of Guru Harguban as an offering. Who then collected it all and all the pieces and placed it underneath his knees so after all the congregation had come in to get their sight of the guru argument and the offerings were all being counted up core then speaks up again saying opie oh holy man what's in your mind why have you treated me so coldly we always used to meet and and you greeted me with great love we used to exchange gifts and pleasantries now you won't even look at me properly forget anything else about exchanging gifts you're engaged with these normal people but not giving me any attention Guru Hargoman then replies Oh Khan I'll explain the way of friendship can be explained like the relationship between water and milk when they are together they are one but when acid analogous to deceit is poured into the mix then love cannot remain and the water and milk split so here Guru Harguman is using the analogy of milk and water splitting where milk curdles because of the presence of some acid like lemon juice. So he continues saying one can do whatever they want but they cannot make the milk and water unite again. When can, one cannot reverse curdled milk. So in the same way just like milk and water cannot rejoin when acid, acid is in the mix, it's the same when friendship where there's deceit in the mix love between both parties cannot remain now think about this and shut up otherwise we'll openly speak about your deceit here in the court so listening to this koja then decided not to follow up on the decision and became quiet he sat there in the court but he was thinking that you know if i don't speak with guru Harguman, i won't be able to gather intelligence at all so i must find a way to chit chat with guru Harguman. so then after some time he replies "O beard O holy man I see this beautiful chopra board there by your knees. I've never seen anything so beautiful in my life and stunning. I really want to play one game with you. So think carefully and place any amount of money you want in front as a bet, and we'll see who wins and we'll see who loses." So listening to this Guru Hargobin responds, that type of playing is for gamblers. You know, I am a Fakr, I am a holy man of Allah, I only practice and preach righteousness and if you want to play, then let's play without gambling. I will not play for money. Koja Anwar responds, playing without money is no good at all. I want to play with some money involved. That makes it fun. So Guru Hargobun understood the deceitful probing that Koja Anwar was doing and responded, we really don't want anything from you, but you play as you wish. You won't win. You'll only lose. So saying this, they laid out the Chopra board and Koja the idiot came up and sat right in front of Guru Hargubind. He was thinking, I've played so much in the court of Shah Jahan, I know the strategy, I know how to beat opponents, I've won countless times, I've won so much money this way. Now I'll beat Guru Hargobind, and if I beat him here, then I can say for sure that he will lose in war against us. So Kojanwar then puts 500 rupees down in front of the board as a bet. And then Guru Hargobind threw the dice, the dice which were uh, gold and embedded with jewels. So then Koja Anwar has his turn and throws his dice. And in the court that this is happening and all of the warriors now are watching in on the game, being played out. So Koja Anwar takes his turn, Uh, Guru Hargobind then throws again his dice, and with his pawns then he was moving around the board and killing the pawns of Koja Anwar. Koja Anwar was then throwing the dice, trying to move his pawns along but couldn't succeed. Guru Hargumand would throw the dice, move his pawns, and while killing uh pawns, he would say, okay, he's dead, and he'd pick up the pawn. He'd say, he's dead, he'd pick up the pawn. So in this way, Koja lost all of his pawns, all of his pieces, and lost the 500 rupees he had placed there. You know, this idiot thought he would beat Guru Hargumand. So he was sitting there all ashamed for a little bit before he sparked up again and wanted to play. He put another 500 rupees down, so he was hoping he could make up for the loss from before. Again, he was throwing these really uh, fancy dice, he was moving his pawns around, which were uh, embedded with jewels, which were reflecting so much light, it looked like the sun. He was trying his best, he was using all his skills and tactics that he learned, but he couldn't even kill one pawn of Guru Hargobind's. So whatever whatever attempt he tried, uh, he remained unsuccessful and Guru Harguman was continuing to just kill his pawns, moving around the board. It was as if he was shooting them with arrows, you know, this did, this idiot didn't realize the brilliance of Guru Harguman. So Guru Harguman won the second game as well, and Kojan and thus lost a thousand rupees. And he was sad, he was upset about this, he couldn't look Guru Harguman in the eye, he couldn't speak, you know, the cocky words that he was speaking before. He was just sitting there in shame. So this is how chapter 17 ends. And in the next chapter, Kojan will, will try his luck again and face off for a third time against Guru Hargobind in this game of Jopur. And that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting, who have been making this podcast possible by uh, supporting us on the Mangla Patreon page. <laughs> But in the Tetrica, that you get a car, you are a good one, you